Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on, guys? This is Gordon, and this is the show where we talk all things fitness, weight loss, health, and wellness, but not just temporarily, permanently. That's right. Welcome to Permafit. Today, what we're going to be talking about is why you deserve more, why you're worth more, and why you can do more than you may think. Okay. Um, I've said this before a million times. I will say it a million more, probably even more than that that the number one thing that holds us back from achieving our health and fitness and weight loss goals is up here. It's mental. Okay. So yes, strategy matters. When I say strategy, I mean, like, how are you working out? What are you doing to work out? What does that look like? What's your nutrition look like? How many calories are you eating? What do your macronutrients look like? What's the distribution and the profile there? What's that look like? How are your micronutrients? Are you taking any supplements? What do those look like? All that stuff matters. It matters tremendously, obviously, right? But by by and large, the most important thing and the most um, crippling thing that keeps people from moving forward is their mindset and where they're at and how they get in their own way. And yes, some of it's self-sabotage, but what I want to do here is I want to kind of change how you view a couple things. I want to change your thinking just a little bit here and give you, I hate to even say it this way, but it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of something that I guess needs to be said. I want to give you the opportunity to give yourself permission to acknowledge where you're at, why your progress to date is not a failure, even if you're not where you want to be yet and why you can still move forward and achieve everything you want without having a lot of that negative weight and negative energy uh, sitting in your head. Okay. So before we do, I want to give a huge, huge shout out to one of our clients. Her name is Gloria. Uh, Gloria is awesome. And uh, a <laughs> couple of things here. For one, I'm just going to skip to this, this bottom bullet here. So she's got this puppy uh, and, is, and the, the puppy's name is Blaze, but Siberian Husky. Now Siberian Huskies are uh, a breed that is very near and dear to my heart. And uh, my son and I have a lot of I guess kind of like inside jokes or something. I don't even know how to describe it, but we both have an, like a, an affection for Siberian Huskies and uh, Gloria is relatively new to our program, but uh, she's got this amazing dog and um, Gloria's kicking ass. She's doing amazing. So she's down six pounds in about three weeks. She's doing amazing. Um, the progress is consistent. The progress is smooth. The progress is repeatable. It's predictable. I love it. And the consistency in what she's doing is what's driving all of that, which is, is so key. That is so important. Okay. So what she's not doing, she's not starving herself. She's not incorporating any crazy, crazy, crazy restrictions. Uh, like a lot of things we talk about, it's just, it's, it's simple now. Yes, it's strategic, right? It's strategic of course, but it's simple and it's smooth and it's consistent. And, uh, she just simply shows up. 
She follows through and the results flow just like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, like I mentioned as a bonus, she's got this adorable puppy. Uh, but anyways, Gloria, super proud of you. You're doing amazing. And can't wait to see where you take this. I mean, you're only about three weeks in. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be, it's going to be dramatic. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be wild to watch and it's going to be life-changing for you. So very, very, very excited for that. Okay. Now guys, if you are watching this and you are stuck, I just, I want to kind of invite you to just, just ask yourself a couple of these things. Okay. So first of all, like I mentioned, spring is in full bloom. Okay. We are already, um, gosh, almost three, three weeks into the spring. If you can believe it, we're almost <laughs> this time next week will be, will be like a third uh, it will be a full month. Yeah. A full month into the spring. So we'll be like a third, almost a third into the, the season, which is crazy. Right. Um, maybe a lot co closer to like a quarter, but either way, like we're, we're moving so fast. Time goes by so fast and I would just, you know, summer's going to be here before you know it. So let me just ask you, you know, how are you progressing so far? How is the spring going for you so far in terms of your health and weight? Loss? Have you lost any weight? Have you made any progress in getting those inches off, getting that body fat down and, and really achieving that transformation. And I, I know, I understand that, that like when you, when you put it off, you put it off, put it off. It's really easy to think, okay, you know what? Yeah. I'm just going to start super hard on Monday, or I'm just going to start super aggressively on Wednesday. I know how that goes guys. I've lived it. I've been there. I've done that. Um, I've also been in the mind space of, I'm just going to start in the next season. I've done that. I've done the seasonal thing. I'm going to start in the summer, man. You know what? The summer and actually my mother, so we didn't have the closest relationship growing up to be quite honest. But one of the things that she said to me when I was a teenager, when I was almost at my rock bottom, I was at almost my heaviest weight of all time. Not quite, uh, but I was getting, I was getting close and we had already lost my uncle, her brother at, uh, up to that point, uh, to, to obesity. Like he, he passed away as a result of it. And so it was, it was a sensitive subject for both of us. And I remember it was right around this time of year guys that I was like, you know what, mom, I'm going to work out so much this summer. I'm going to lose all this weight this summer. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to run every day. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I started spouting off all these things that I was going to do in the summer. Okay. And my mom looked right at me and said, Hey, you know what, man, this is actually how she talked to me. She's like, you know what, man, if you're not doing this now, you're not going to do anything in the summer. Like she was just, she's like, I'm just going to be real with you. If you're not doing this now, if you're not doing any of this stuff right now, you're not going to do it this summer. And it was like coming from your mom. I mean, it was like, it was like a slap in the face, you know, emotionally, but she was right. She was absolutely right. I didn't have a coach and have a trainer at that time. And I was like, just thinking in my head, I was going to just jump in and, and, and crush in the summer. I was just going to crush workouts and do all this stuff and make nutrition a priority just because it's the summer. Uh, no, it didn't happen guys. In fact, that was probably, I was probably 17 at the time. It wasn't for another five, six years until I really, I put on another 30, 40 pounds. And then I got into like my real rock bottom. And that's when I finally made a change. So I guess my point is like, you know, if you're one of those, per, one of those people who kind of thinks in seasons, I'm going to start in the next season. I'm going to start in the next month. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, if that is kind of the dialogue real that you have playing in your mind, I would 
strongly encourage you to just kind of think about how realistic that is for you to actually execute on, right? It's not, it's not a slight, it's not something to try to make you like feel anything in particular. It's just like take an audit, take an inventory, do a little temperature check on how realistic that really is for you. Okay. Um, and, and while we're here talking about this stuff, you know, does any of this sound like you? Cause maybe what you need is something like what permafit offers maybe. Okay. Uh, so if you are someone who was, would love to lose that unwanted weight and not just temporarily, but like really for the long term, and really build the knowledge and the skill set to keep that weight off for the long term without having to give up all your favorite foods without having to go to extreme measures of cutting out carbs and things like that. Uh, you don't want to follow a strict diet. You don't want to follow a meal plan, but you want the results. There is a better way guys. And if you want the freedom to be able to work out, whether like that's at home or work out at your favorite gym or a CrossFit gym or whatever it is that you like, right. And you want some accountability and some support to really drive that all the way home, because we do feel that that is essential. All right. If you're not all the way to your goal yet, if you're struggling to even really get halfway to your goal or even 20% to your goal, accountability and support along the way is essential. Okay. If you want all that wrapped up with guaranteed results, right. All merged right in there. But then the best thing to do guys is just book a call with our team. Okay. It's a free call. It's super simple. Go over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call and just have that conversation. All right. We'll have a conversation about your goals. We'll have a conversation about your, the, the sticking points, the areas where you struggled. And we'll also look at maybe some of the things that have worked and why they didn't work all the way or what got in the way from them working or whatever, right? We'll put our heads together and really understand together what's going on, where you want to go, and then what a strategy would look like for you to actually get there. And if you'd like to proceed with one of our programs, if it's a great fit mutually, great. We can talk about that. If it's not a great fit mutually, that's okay too. Okay. But at least you're going to have a, a massive level of clarity, uh, just injected right into your mindset. So head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. If you would like to book that call and have that conversation and see what this would look like for you. So guys, we're going to dive into inner dialogue here. Okay. Now <clears throat> the most important thing I think everyone needs to know is that we have thousands of conversations in our own head every single day, thousands. Okay. Uh, the number is kind of, kind of floats around depending on which research scientist you want to listen to, um, and which, uh, which cerebral scientist or researcher you want to listen to, but the majority kind of fall in this range of about 60,000 to 90,000 conversations every single day. Okay, let me back up. In your own head, every single day, whether you're aware of this or not, you're having somewhere between 60,000 and 90,000 conversations with yourself every single day. Okay. The majority of these conversations are overwhelmingly negative. Okay. Seriously. Um, we can be like these amazing supportive coaches for ourselves. We can be these amazing supportive um like mentors in a way, or, or an entire support team for ourselves, okay? or we can be these brutal, unforgiving, just relentless critics that just do nothing but trash talk yourself and, and talk negatively about something you did or didn't do, or talk yourself into believing that you can never achieve something or into um, accepting 
that, oh, this is just how I am. Like we can have both ends of the spectrum uh, occur in our own head, depending on how persuasive those inner conversations are. That's real stuff, guys. And if you really break this down and think about it, if you were to think about minute to minute to minute to minute across the day, I don't know how many minutes there are in a day. I can't really remember to do that math. Was it 24, 24 hours, 60 minutes, whatever. Someone can do that math for me, maybe put it in the comments. I don't know. But anyways, think about how long it takes for you to have an inner dialogue with yourself. It's like two seconds, right? You can rationalize all kinds of stuff in just a matter of seconds. And the process of doing that only takes, uh, it only takes a couple seconds, but it, it, it has like multiple kind of back and forths, right? It's like, oh, should I eat that? No. Well, maybe I, I should, cause I kind of want it. No, you shouldn't eat it. Well, I kind of want to, cause I haven't had one in a long time. Okay. Eat it. Right. All that took two seconds. And that conversation really was taking place between two, <laughs> two entities in our own head, right? One is trying to persuade you to do something that you probably don't want to do, probably shouldn't do. And then the logical side of your head is, is kind of trying to argue back, but loses the battle, right? That is a conversation that happens and it happens so fast. And we have so many of them every single day. And that's just one example. Another example of a conversation that you have with yourself every day, not you specifically, but potentially you, uh, but a lot of, a lot of the ladies in this group and, and men too, honestly, uh, myself as well, uh, back in the day, we've had these conversations when I wasn't really aware that this was happening. The conversation might be something like, you know, you are, you, you just continue to shoot yourself in the foot. Why, why do you do that? I don't know. Cause I, I can't seem to get myself out of my own way for whatever reason. I'm lazy. It's hard for me. I have this external circumstance. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this gene. I've got the bad genes, blah, 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 blah. Uh, for me, it was a lot of like, almost like blaming my, my mother's bloodline, right? I'd like blame her bloodline for giving me genes that didn't cater naturally to being very, very fit, very thin. Like I didn't have this extremely high metabolism, like, you know, one quarter of 1% of the population does. Right. So it was, it was difficult for me to lose weight and I would blame like my mother's bloodline for that. Okay. Totally unfair. Uh, totally just like not an appropriate use of energy. And that conversation would happen back and forth in my head. And it's so unhealthy and it's so toxic and it creates a platform for you to just basically breed more of that, right? Which doesn't serve you at the end of the day. So now that we're aware of that, now it's, it's, it's the, it's what's available to us is the opportunity to kind of recognize that this is happening, whether we realize it or not, or whether we realized it or not up to this point. Okay. But now we know that it's happening because we know it's happening. You can start to think about what you're thinking about, which is such a weird thing at first, right? Think I mean, even saying it sounds weird. You know, think about what you're thinking about. I get that. It sounds weird. It is weird. But here's the thing: most people don't think about their thoughts. They don't think about the conversations going on in their head. They just react to them, right? They're very reactive. Guys, let me take a step back here. One of the reasons why people struggle with health and, and weight loss and fitness is because they're living reactively and they're living out of convenience. They're searching for convenience and they're searching for dopamine. 
hits. They don't realize it, but that's kind of what they're doing. They're, they're reactive. They're searching for feel goods, right? Feel good moments, which is a dopamine spike, which is what happens when you eat certain things. It's what happens when you give into a guilty pleasure, like those. The, so when you live reactively and you live out of convenience, right? Then what you're doing is you're, you're waiting until your hunger uh, kicks in. You're waiting until your leptin and ghrelin levels switch, which are hormones in the body, the appetite hormones. You're waiting for those to kick in and swap levels and regulate down to whatever level they need to be at for you to feel physically hungry. And then you're going to be like, dang, I'm hungry. Okay. And now you're going to start searching, not logically, but emotionally for what tastes good in your mind or what sounds good. Cause you haven't had it in a while or whatever. And you're going to, you're going to search through in your mind, your, your brain's search engine for something that is going to be relatively easy to get your hands on that you can enjoy. And that's a reactive way of eating. And there's nothing, I wouldn't say there's not anything wrong with that. Okay. The problem with living that way is it's not going to get you to your goals. Okay. It doesn't make someone a bad person. It doesn't make them uh, anything really other than continue going to be someone who continues to live with the outcome of someone who lives reactively. Right. So let's move on here. Cause this is like this, this piece is very deep. There's a lot going on there. Uh, but I guess my, my big takeaway is I want you to be aware of your thoughts, right? Think about what you're thinking about. Think about the dialogue that's taking place. Thinking, think about the, the, like the back and forth, the negotiations that are taking place in your mind on a daily basis. And if you do, then you're going to recognize you do it probably more often than you think, right? Wow. Should I have the, should I have the Coke? Should I have the water? Mm, Right. Should I throw a Splenda in my coffee? Should I throw sugar in my coffee? Right. And you have that, that moment where there's a little, there's a, there's a, there's a debate going on in your mind. Right. So think about what you're thinking about. We'll start there. Let's dive in here, guys. Okay. So uh, there's, there's many, 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 many layers to this. I want to talk about two inherent human functions that work against us instead of for us. Okay. Two of many. Now, before I do, I'm going to shut my office door real quick. One second. All righty. So uh, there are two of many inherent human functions that work against us. Okay. And we want to, we want to squash those and move them aside and kind of modify them a little bit. So they're working for us instead. But the first one is we are always searching for something. Okay. We're always searching for something. We're always, always, always looking for the next thing. Okay. We call this uh, SOS shiny object syndrome. Okay. And this pops up in health and fitness and weight loss all the time because, and I'll get into some examples, uh, but the, the couple that I want to point out real quick are, okay, so, you know, you've, you've made a little progress and now you're searching for something else instead of continuing down the simple path of doing what's already working, right? That's now it may not be something you want to stick to for very long because it's miserable. That's, that's one re that's okay. That's different, but if something's working and it's simple, 
and it is repeatable and it is consistent and you enjoy it, like you genuinely, genuinely enjoy it, then the, the right move is to stay down that path. Okay. But what we do as humans is we look for the next thing. We're just constantly looking for the next thing. All right. Now this is a, this is a human thing, right? So it's not a, a you thing or a me thing. It's, it's an everybody thing, uh, but this works against us. Okay. Um, same thing. Now this is unrelated, but I'm going to just, it's a really good kind of thing to think about. Um, same thing with people who are, are building a business. I know there are a lot of ladies in this group who are business owners and as a business owner myself, who has worked with many business mentors over the years, I can tell you that the number one thing that gets in the way of business owners growing their business is the same thing shiny object. It's the same exact human function that keeps us from progressing in something like business or something like uh, developing in a, um, so you see all these guitars behind me, right? Developing a skill like playing an instrument or uh, developing a sport skill, like an athletic skill. Like maybe you want to get really good at basketball or something. Well, you have a really good game plan. Okay. And, oh, you know what? Golfers. I know we have a lot of lady golfers in this group, which is cool. So a lot of golfers do this, right? They, they start golfing and they, they start to make some progress and then they get really frustrated because they have like one bad round and they start looking for like a gadget or a training course or a coach or something to like fix it. Okay. When in reality, all they really need to do is just do, just continue down the path that's already working. All right. Anyways, shiny object syndrome is the first one. The second one is in general, guys, we are not okay with ourselves being a work in progress. We're not, we are not okay. We are not content being a work in progress. We're just not. So if you've got a long runway to, to when you get to your goal, let's just say you want to lose a hundred pounds. Okay. That's a longer runway than wanting to lose 10 pounds. Right? So that is going to be a scenario where you are going to be a work in progress for a period of time. Okay. A little bit longer period of time than that person who only really wants to lose 10 pounds. Okay. So what does that mean? That means that you're going to have bumps and bruises along the way. You're going to have weeks that feel very long. You're going to have weekends that feel very long. You're going to have maybe months here and there that feel very long. Why? Not because you're not making progress, but because your goal has yet to be achieved. Therefore, it's just mentally going to always feel very, very far away, right? That's normal stuff. Okay. And we are not okay with it. <laughs> we are not okay with it. Uh, I remember when I was going through, so I have two college degrees. I have a, uh, a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. The first one took me five years. My bachelor's degree took me five years. It was a electrical engineering degree. And then my master's degree took me another four. So I went to college for nine years over the course of like a 12 year span. Okay. I broke it up and had a family and got a job and did some other stuff in that time. But I remember when I started in my graduate degree and my professors, uh, you know, everyone in the group there was, we were all mature adults at that point. And uh, my professors told us that, uh, this is a long runway and you got to take it one day, one course, one test, one homework assignment at a time. And most people will give up. Most people will give up and most people will quit. And I thought, no way. I mean, we're all paying tens of thousands of dollars to get this. There's no way I would just quit. Well, sure enough, so many people did. Why did they do that? Because guys, check this out. They were already working. They were already making money. A lot of them had families. A lot of them had stuff going on, 
Okay. In order to go for a master's degree, you have to have a bachelor's degree, right? So they already had that. They were already making money, whatever. And they got a couple of semesters in and they quit. Why? Because they couldn't, most of them, honestly, and I, I know because it was a small group, most of them just didn't want to do it because they weren't okay with it taking X amount of years to get to their goal. Okay. Even and I, and at the end of the day, that's what they wanted. And most of those people, it was a very unique situation. Most of those people I stayed in contact with and they regretted every second of it when I talked to them 10 years later. Okay. So that's just one example. Okay. But being a work in progress is not something we're okay with mentally. We just don't like it. We want to get there. 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 We want that gratification of achieving it, right? Seeing it all the way through to completion. But we're just not okay with the journey. Okay. So we're always searching for more, right? Now, ways that this often manifests itself. I kind of went over a couple examples, but I want to go over three here, right? So uh, this is a big one, right? I lost 10 pounds, right? But you're always searching for more. Okay. Just to be clear, by the way, guys, I'm talking about this first one here, right? We're always searching for more shiny object syndrome. Okay. So I lost 10 pounds. Well, why don't I lose 12? Right. That's a really, really, really good scenario. Really good example. We have, um, you know, we have clients every once in a while who are just doing amazing, amazing, amazing. And they might be 20 pounds, 20 pounds down. And they're bummed out that they're not 22 pounds down or 25 pounds down. And we have to have a conversation from time to time and just do a little perspective change. Like, yeah, I know, but look, you're, you are 20 pounds lighter. You are, you know, those big bags of sugar that you buy at the store when you want to bake for like Thanksgiving or something though you're, you are take four of those. That's how much weight you've lost, right? Imagine four of those. Those are all off of your frame now, all off of your body. That's amazing. Right. And they're bummed out that they're not four and a half of those bags down or five of those bags of sugar down right? That is, that is a prime example of searching for more. Okay. Um, if you guys ever heard the expression, this is, I believe Jim Rohn was the first guy to really make this a popular or somewhat popular phrase, which is, you know, when you shoot, when you aim for the moon, you're still going to land amongst the stars. Right. And I love that. Right. And that, that is obviously something you can apply to any area of life really. Um, but if you're aiming for something like that, if you're aiming for a particular goal and you don't actually get it exactly when you want to, but you work at it and you're aggressively pursuing it and you're doing all the stuff and you still land close, you're still in the like 0.0001% of people who achieve their stuff. You're just not where you necessarily truly want to be, but you're right there. And that happens so often, but we still do this thing where we aren't satisfied and we're looking for the next thing. We're looking for the shiny object, right? The thing that's like going to give us the solution. Okay. Another good example of this is the second one here. Well, I nailed my nutrition for a week. Okay. I hit my calories. I hit my macronutrients. Everything's great. But why didn't I do it two weeks ago? Right? So this is something I've seen pop up a lot as well. Um, so we set up, so a great example here in Permafit, right? We'll set up someone with their new, entire nutrition strategy. So what are the macronutrients? What are the calories within all of that? What do we care about really? Cause we don't necessarily care about hitting every gram of everything in terms of the, the macro distribution. And what'll happen is, you know, someone may like kind of fumble a little bit for the first couple of days. Just, they can't really, 
it, it's kind of confusing. It's new terminology. There's so many like new elements to try to understand. And so it might take them a few days to really wrap their head around it and then they'll get going and then they'll, they'll, they'll hit their first week of consistency and the results are great. Like they might lose a couple of pounds, uh, like Gloria. Right. And they're like, well, why don't I just do this from day one? Well, because there was a learning curve because there was new things, because it was, it was a new way of thinking about nutrition and a new way of thinking about your daily operating lifestyle, your routines, your habits. And instead of just being content with making the progress, we're looking for the, the, the more we're looking for more, we're searching for more, we're searching, asking, why didn't I, why didn't I, why didn't right. And it's, it's a, it's, it's a thing that, that builds up a little bit of disappointment, even though there's been success, even though there's been progress, it's like looking at that glass half empty now, instead of half full still, right. Third one here that I put as an example is you ate a donut. Okay. Um, so I'm relatively involved in, uh, our, one of our local churches and I go and I support and I participate and help fundraise and all kinds of stuff. And occasionally they have donuts and my team knows that, and my clients know that I'll, I'll eat donuts on the weekends. Okay. I don't eat them during the week. Usually, uh, I just, just not something that makes its way into my routine, but on the weekends. Yeah. I mean, especially if there's a maple frosted. Okay. <laughs> um, I love maple, maple donuts, FYI. Uh, but anyways, I'll have one. Okay. Um, and you know, someone I've been down this road, guys, you eat a donut and then you kind of ask yourself and have this inner debate afterwards. Why didn't I just have a bite? Why didn't I just cut it in half and just have half? Or why didn't I just like grab one munchkin out of the munchkin box and just walk away? Like that's all I needed anyway. Right. That, okay, <laughs> fine. So you had a whole donut instead of a half of one. You still didn't eat six. You still didn't eat five, you know, four of them. And, and that when you're in a weight loss journey, okay. Yeah. There's, you, you can't, you can eat donuts, but you got to like make them work into your nutritional targeting. Right. But if you are someone who is, is, has a history of eating six donuts at one time. Okay. Or three donuts at one time. Well, having one donut and still hitting your nutritional targets for the day is a major success. Okay. It's a major success, but we don't see it that way because we're still stuck in this mode of like, well, that's what I used to do when I was at my heaviest, or that's what I used to do when I was at my unhealthiest. So why didn't I just walk away? Right. And so instead of almost like acknowledging and celebrating the fact that you're making progress, it's beating ourselves up because we didn't make as much progress or do the thing that we think we should have done perfectly. Does that make sense? It's always searching for more, always searching for more. And this is a huge pitfall guys. Cause once, once you start having this dialogue with yourself and you start beating yourself up a little bit around this stuff, then that has a very, very strong domino effect where now you start, you just start beating yourself up. You start saying negative things to yourself. You start asking why, why am I even bothering? Why am I even bothering? I'm so weak. I'm so weak. I can't even just go like a weekend without having a donut, blah, blah, blah. Right. You start just really beating yourself up and getting negative for no reason. And that never serves you. And actually at the end of the day, when you talk negatively to yourself enough, then not only do you put yourself typically in a, in a bad mood, we put ourselves in a bad mood and uh, start taking it out on people around us, especially people that we, that we love. 
and um, spend a lot of time with. But we also start, to, not only do we do that, but we also start to revert backwards. We start to go backwards, progress a little bit. And maybe you guys have experienced that. I mean, let me know in the comments if you've ever experienced that kind of thing where you, know, you make a decision. It's not perfect, I guess, or 100% in alignment with maybe what you wanted to do or be that day. But instead of, um, instead of acknowledging that, okay, it wasn't perfect, but it was still pretty good. Instead of that, you look at it through this lens of how bad it was. And therefore you kind of beat yourself up, put yourself in the bad mood and then start doing things that are almost going to self-sabotage all of it. Right. Or, you know, I know an example of that would be like, well, I ate one donut. Well, I didn't just have a bite. Right. And then you have that inner dialogue with yourself, that negative uh, confrontation with yourself. And then instead of just moving forward, it's, you know what? Well, I had one. I may as well have two. Oh, there's another, there's another jelly donut in the box. I'm just going to grab one. Screw it. I'm just going to have three. I'm going to have four, whatever. I don't care anymore. Right. That's kind of how that goes, guys. That negative dialogue wins. The negative critic in your mind wins the argument and takes over for you. Right. That's very, very common, very normal, and very disappointing to see, unfortunately. All right. So anytime we're searching for more, okay, then we will never, ever, ever be satisfied with where we are. Okay. Think about that for a second. If you're always searching, then you're never going to be satisfied with where you are right now. Does that make sense? Because you're always searching. And if anyone here has ever been chasing something really, really big, um, particularly with like materialistic things, right. And you wanted like the big house or you wanted uh, a particular car or something and you save and save and save and you want it and you want it and you want it. And then you eventually get it. It's pretty cool, right? For a while, it's pretty cool, but you are now conditioned to chase. You are now conditioned because you wanted that thing for so long and you worked for it and you did all this stuff for so long. Now you're conditioned. So now you're looking for the next thing. Okay. Uh, and it's like, you can't enjoy the thing that you got. Uh, and, and a really good example of this is if you were saving up for, um, if you were saving up for like, you know, let's just say an iPad pro. Okay. I know there's a lot of, a lot of iPad users in, in this group too. And I know that cause I talked to a lot of you and instead of getting the iPad pro, which is whatever it costs, I don't even know you bought like the lower level one, right? I don't know in the air or something. I don't know. And you bought that instead. Okay. Save yourself some money and it's cool. And it does everything you want it to do. It does everything you need it to do, but you're, it's not the, it's not the one you originally wanted. Therefore you're, you're still locked on that thing. You're not satisfied. Okay. You're not satisfied. You're always looking for more, always looking for more. In fact, that's why I went for my master's degree. <laughs> All right. I wanted, I wanted it initially, but then I got my bachelor's degree and I was like, cool, this is good. This is good enough. And then I just couldn't help myself. I had to keep going. All right. So I was like, just never, never satisfied. And at one point I was like, well, I'm going to finish this and go get my PhD. Well, I didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> props to all you PhD. I know we have, we have some clients that are PhDs, uh, but anyways, never satisfied. Okay. It's a normal human thing, right? Never feel accomplished. Never feel like progress is being made. Right? When you're always searching for more, you never feel like progress is being made. No matter how much progress is actually being made, you're never going to feel like it's being made. Right? Uh, it's a really, really tough mindset to live in, in, that, in this kind of state. Uh, you always feel stuck or, or potentially feel like you're moving backwards. Right? I mentioned regressing earlier. Right? You always feel like you're 
kind of like stalled or moving backwards. You know, all of these things, guys, create kind of like what I call breeding grounds for negative thoughts. Okay, because all that comes from this is negativity. Think about that. If you're never satisfied, how much positivity do you think is going to come from that or bloom from that or blossom from that or grow from that? None. None. Like, because you can't stop and acknowledge where you're at. Okay. So the negative inner dialogue also gets bred from this. Okay. And then the last thing here that also gets created from this is a defeatist mentality. So typically when someone is on a weight loss journey and they're making a little progress, but then they encounter all of these things I'm talking about, and then they slip backwards and regress and start going the opposite direction. At the end of the day, usually how this all kind of sums up is a defeatist mentality. And they say, well, screw it, right? If you've ever experienced that before, guys, let me know in the comments. If you've ever been someone who's been on a weight loss journey and you felt like you were doing all right, but then you had one cheat day or one something that didn't go right. And you just said, ah, screw it, right? Whatever. I already ate the, I already got the, uh, Lot the the frappe I don't know the the Starbucks thing I already got the pumpkin spice latte right I know those have like 500 calories and I already got the pumpkin spice latte so I may as well just get the banana bread to go with it I may as well just blah 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 right total defeatist mentality and then that triggers a whole sequence of events that just cause you to slip backwards uh, that's very very common very normal for people who are always searching for more guys and never acknowledging the progress to date. So I just want you to kind of be aware of this. It's always there. Okay. Now we can tame it. We can train it and we can uh, put things in place to kind of corral it a little bit, but it's always there, right? It's a normal human thing. We just have to corral it and control it. And by the way, you are in control of this at all times. Okay. Now the second thing I want to talk about now, if you go back right? I was talking about this here, right? We are not okay with ourselves being a work in progress, right? So again, we're not okay. When we're in a work in progress, we are not okay with that. And let's be real for a second. Transformation takes time. Transformation takes time. Okay. And by the way, there is a direct relationship between how long you have been struggling with your weight and how long your transformation is going to take. Okay. And it's usually not because of the physical aspect. Some of it is, but a lot of it is because of the mindset and mental aspect. Okay. But transformation is going to be take time. It's, it might take 30 days. Okay. If you've got like 10 pounds of body fat, you want to get rid of. Okay. You could work hard. You can get that done in 30 days. Okay. You could get 10 pounds of body fat off your body in 30 days. Yes, absolutely. hundred uh, percent. Three months, you know, that could be your, your timeline for your transformation. Okay. Three months. We used to do 12 week programs. We don't do them anymore. Uh, but we had plenty of clients who would lose 18, 20, 25, 30 pounds in three months. It was amazing. It was cool. Right. Great. And then they were, they graduated, moved on. And that was fantastic. Um, could take a year, right? My transformation took 14 months, guys, <laughs> a year and two months, a year and two months. I lost uh, about 85 pounds. That was a long transformation. Okay. I failed at that transformation for five, like multiple times a year for five years leading up to the start of when I actually succeeded. Okay. All in all, it was like a six and a half, almost seven year journey because the first five and a half years, 
I did all the thing, all the wrong things, started, stopped, restricted diet, uh, tried all these weird diets with names and all kinds of stuff and it, whatever. So, you know, all in all, I guess my transformation was like a six year journey. Okay. Six and a half, almost seven year journey. Um, but when I finally got it locked in, it was 14 months. Okay. So during the journey, no matter where you are, it doesn't matter where you are in the journey. Okay. You haven't made it to the finish line yet. Whether you're 10% into the journey or 90% into the journey, you haven't made it to the finish line yet. Right. You haven't made it there yet. Your goal is to lose 90 pounds. If you've only lost 80, you're not there yet. Now you may get to that 80 and realize this is actually what I want. I just didn't know what the number was. Okay, fine. <laughs> but if you're at 80 pounds down and you know, you're not where you want to be yet because you still have uh, some extra body fat on your frame that you aren't happy with or whatever, right? Whatever. Everyone's different. Then you know, you're not at the finish line yet. And if you're not at the finish line yet, what happens? It creates a whole bunch of thoughts and feelings, okay? Urgency, uncertainty, anxiety, and overwhelm. Those things have immense power in our head, okay? Think about it. When you feel a sense of urgency, like you have to get this done, I have to get this done, and you're not sure how to get it done, right? There's the uncertainty. I'm not, I don't know exactly how to do it or how long it's going to take or what's going to, right? Then you start to feel anxious about it. Like, oh my gosh, how am I going to, how am I going to even do this? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what I need to do. Like, I think I might do, but I, but I'm not sure. Right. And then you start to feel overwhelmed. Just, just the, just the crushing pressure of overwhelm of like, you know, I'm not there yet right now. I'm being a little dramatic as I'm describing it, but guys, this is how it worked for me. And this is how it works with a lot of the women that I've worked with in the past. Um, and men too, quite honestly, but it, it, it's kind of like these four things collide and create like a little storm in your head. And, 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 at the end of the day, what it produces is this belief that we're not there yet and I'm not okay with it. Okay. We're not there yet and I'm not okay with it. Um, not to mention at the end of the day, when these things are like really starting to, to peak and they're like kind of full throttle in your mind, this creates like a complete sense of dissatisfaction. Okay. Like you're just dissatisfied with yourself, not satisfied. And that is another breeding ground for negative self-talk and negative self-analysis. Now there's something to be said about the person who's never satisfied from like a motivational standpoint, you know, like always hungry, always want more, man, I'm just, I'm hungry for more results, more results, more results. That's a little different. We're obviously not talking about that. We're talking about the person who's on their journey to hit a particular goal and does not, is not there yet. Okay. And is not there yet. So that dissatisfaction that we have with ourselves when we're in that space, again, creates just more negative self-talk, self-dialogue, and more negative self-analysis. Why haven't I achieved X? Why haven't I achieved this thing? Why, why, why? You know, you, you, you suck, Gordon. Why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? Right? You start to create all of these thoughts and feelings and, and internal uh, back and forth conversations and nothing good comes from that. Okay. And here's the thing guys, right? And this is kind of what I was getting at in the beginning. I want to give you the opportunity to at least acknowledge that you deserve more. Okay. You do, no matter where you're at in your journey, you deserve more, more what you deserve more positive thoughts. 
Okay. Positive thoughts create so much momentum, guys. And all it is is a mindset shift. It's looking through this lens instead of this lens, right? Um, positive reinforcement. Okay. Believe it or not, we have the ability to give ourselves positive reinforcement in a way that's actually helpful, actually meaningful, actually real. But most of us don't because we look at nothing but the negative side of the coin. Okay. You deserve more encouragement to keep going. In fact, if you're on a journey right now, whether you're a client or not, whether you ever become a client or not, or a customer or whatever, I don't care. Right. I, I want, I, I acknowledge you. Okay. Just for some, from someone who's gone through the journey themselves and has seen hundreds and over a thousand at this point transformations, I just want to acknowledge you for taking the steps to move forward in your journey. Cause I have a feeling that you aren't acknowledging your own progress to date and no one else is either. So I'll acknowledge that for you. Okay. Keep going. You deserve to reach your goal. Okay. You deserve to take one more step and you deserve to be able to take a step back from time to time and acknowledge your own progress instead of like injecting more negativity around the fact that you're not that much farther yet. Okay. And you also deserve to listen to your inner coach. And if you don't know what that is, we have some trainings on that. This is a huge mindset shifting sort of perspective that you have the ability to, to, to have. And it's, it's almost like visualizing that you have in your head, two entities. One is a coach who's coaching you, who's motivating you, who's inspiring you, who's talking positively to you. And then you also have this inner critic who's always talking negatively and always putting you down and always trying to negotiate all these other things that don't serve you. You, know, you deserve to listen to your inner coach more than that inner critic. Okay. And most importantly, you deserve to reach your goals, like whatever they are, it doesn't matter what they are. Everyone's got their own unique goals. You deserve to reach your goals. And if anyone in your life is telling you the opposite of any of these things, then they really shouldn't be someone you listen to. Okay. I'll just put it that way. I'll keep it nice. I'll keep it PC. Okay. Now you're also worth more. Okay. Uh, and what do I mean by this? Okay. Now this is so just be totally honest with you guys. I, I didn't know what that meant for a very long time, right? You, now in, you hear things a lot, like, you know, you're worth it. You're worth it. Well, worth what, right? What, what am I worth? Worth what? That doesn't make, you know, for me, that never made any sense. I never got it. Okay. But in this space, right, we're talking about this health and fitness journey. You are worth more of many things. You're worth more of multiple things, right? The first one is time and energy invested in yourself. Okay. I cannot tell you how many ladies I talk to who do not invest any time or energy into themselves. Okay. Now I'm using a couple of very key words here, invest time and energy. Okay. Putting, spending time on yourself is an investment, right? You are investing that time. It's not just time wasted or time spent, or you're not just passing time or killing time. No, this is invested time in the development of you. Okay. You are worth spending that time. You are worth investing that time. Time is our most precious resource. Time is finite guys. It's going to run out. So if you're only devoting your time to other people and other things, then you are not going to be fulfilled. It's not going to happen. Okay. 
you are worth investing time in yourself. You are also worth investing energy in yourself. Okay. Most people, I hear this all the time too. By the time I get home from work and I get the kids this and I get I, I feed my husband and I da, 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 I uh, don't have any energy left. I just crash. Okay. Well, guess what? You are worth reserving some of that, having dad cook dinner instead of you or something, and invest that energy into yourself. Okay. Invest it into yourself. That doesn't mean watch Netflix. I mean invest it into yourself and and move your body, work out whatever, learn something, read something, invest in yourself. Okay. You are worth that. You are worth that investment. All right. Um, you are also worth expressing gratitude for your body. This is another thing I don't ever, ever, ever really see is, is, is ladies acknowledging their body in a positive way and expressing some gratitude for it. And I mean, real gratitude, like appreciating and thanking whoever the universe, God, if you're religious, whatever, that you have a body and that it is in the state that it's in. And then you have the opportunity and the ability to nurture it further and take care of it and change it if you want and make it healthier and set it up so that it's working for you instead of against you. You are worth that guys. You're worth that. You're also worth appreciating your journey. Okay. Now that's something I will tell you, honestly, I did not do enough. I did not appreciate my journey. I did not. And I really, if I could do it all over again, that would be the, probably the one big thing I would change is that I didn't stop and acknowledge and appreciate my journey. Okay. When you're 20 pounds down and your goal is 80, well, all I was focused on was that I wasn't there yet. Right. Negative, 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 negative. And by the way, that did cause me to stall. I said it took 14 months. It probably could have taken nine, but I got in my own way, way too much. Now the journey is the journey. Okay. But the reason I didn't get there is because of all the stuff I'm talking about here. Okay. I had the strategy. I had the mentorship. I had all the stuff. I didn't have the mindset. Okay. Um, and fortunately I, I, I paid that mentor to make sure I got there <laughs> hell or high water. Okay. I made the decision like this is happening. It's going to happen. Uh, but appreciate the journey. Okay. Wherever you're at in it, even if you, here's the thing, this is something that I know many of you will probably not necessarily uh, see on my side of the table right now, that's okay. You will eventually. And that is that if you have a goal of losing something significant, a hundred pounds, okay, I'm going to keep using that number because it's simple. And you are, you've only lost two and it's been six months and you've been working on this, like really working on this. You've only lost two pounds, or even if you've put on five pounds, okay, your journey you are on it. You are in the journey. You are on the journey right now, whether you want to acknowledge that or not. Okay. You're not where you want to be yet. And you're, you're definitely experiencing some setbacks. You're definitely experiencing some pitfalls. That doesn't mean you're not on your journey. Okay. Appreciate your journey. I'm, I'm giving you this, hopefully this perspective change to appreciate your journey, no matter where you're at in it because you're going to experience resistance, right? And it's how you move past that, that shapes the future of that journey. Remember, um, I, I, I don't like to talk about myself. I, I really don't, but I'm, Shanna's not here. So I'm going to use myself as an example. Uh, the first five years of my journey were a train wreck. Six years, really. were like a train wreck. 
Okay. But that was my journey. My 14 month journey was really like seven years, right? Those first six years were just, just slamming my face against the wall over and over and over again. And I didn't appreciate any of it. And looking back, I don't know that I would have seen the whole thing through if I didn't experience some of those failures and setbacks. Okay. Now that was a very different time. Things were different, whatever. Uh, but just saying this is important. Okay. And you are worth that. Okay. And you are also above all else worth the results that you are working towards. Okay. And it's a beautiful thing, guys, getting to those results, getting there. No one can give you that. No one, you can't buy it, right? It has to be something that you're working towards and that you work all the way through to achieve. And when you get that, there's very few things on this earth (laughs) that feel as rewarding and fulfilling as that. Okay. And you can do hard things, guys. Okay. Hard things are hard. I know this is getting a little long, but look, hard things are hard. (laughs) Okay. Um, You can do hard things, even if you've never done them before. You can do hard things, even if you've failed at those before. You can do hard things that you never even thought or considered doing before. Okay. Nothing excites me more than seeing one of our ladies do like a plank or a pull-up or something that they just never thought they'd be able to do. It's just amazing. Um, Nothing changes if nothing changes, guys. One of my favorite sayings of all time, right? Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you continue to do the same thing, expecting a different result, that is quite honestly the definition of insanity, literally. Okay. Nothing changes if nothing changes. If you want a different result, it's not going to happen by accident. Okay. It's going to happen through deliberate, intentional action. Okay. You are beautiful right where you're at right now, wherever you're at in your journey. Okay. You are beautiful. You are strong and you are 100% capable of achieving the dream body that you're going for. Okay. But above all else, and this is why Permafit exists. This is why I do what I do. It's not just about getting there. It's about holding on to it for the long term. Okay. You are 100% capable of doing that. Okay. The only thing that's holding you back is your willingness to finally prioritize yourself. Seriously, finally prioritize yourself. There's probably just a couple of little key distinctions or key little breakthroughs that are waiting for you that you need to pass or push through or experience uh, in order to move forward. And then that result is there waiting for you, right? If you look through the haze, you can, it's there, like it's there. You just have to go to it, right? And and it's the, the simplest path is always the straightest path, the straight line, okay? And that's why the shiny object syndrome derails people for an entire lifetime and they never get there, right? Going straight towards that goal, okay? And if you need help with that goal, guys, because you can do this on your own. I know you can, okay? If you have the right tactics and tools, but if you do need help doing this, then I'd love to have a conversation with you, okay? It's very, very, very simple. Um, I know I mentioned this in the beginning. If this is something that you want, that accountability, that support, that strategy, all of it, lay down in front of you and then have that whole path basically just like bang, put out in front of you. And then someone holding your hand through the process, then let's have a conversation. Okay. Um, you guys can book the call if you'd like, or you can just put one in the comments below and I'll reach out to you and we'll just have a conversation. Just see if it's a mutual fit. Awesome. If it's not, okay, that's cool. Right. But the, the whole point is to teach you what we need to do to get you there. And then also teach you how to transition 
so that you know exactly what to do for the rest of your life without having to make this like this huge complex thing that you have to transform your lifestyle into, right? It's about making subtle little changes, not reinventing who you are. Okay. That's very, very, very important. Okay. Um, so let me know, guys, was this helpful at all? Was this helpful? I hope that, or my hope is that those of you watching this who are on your journey right now, who might be experiencing even just a fraction of this, or even just a percentage or a little sliver of what I'm talking about has the ability now to kind of break through that and see that the journey is 100% possible and you are worth doing that. Okay. And you deserve the result that's waiting for you on the other side. So if this was helpful, please let me know, put in the comments, what was your biggest takeaway? Was there any aha moments? And if so, what were they? Um, with that, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. And I appreciate you so, so, so much. If you would like to book a call with us and have a conversation, again, that's totally free. It's a, to it's a total no pressure situation. I just want you guys to know that. Uh, then you can book that at permafitforlife.com forward slash call. I'll go ahead and put that in the comments. Uh, so with that, guys, we'll, we'll wrap up here. Enjoy the rest of your Monday nights, and I will talk to you guys next week. All right. See you later.